Backworld, Backworld. We're back. What's up? What's up, man? Cheers. Here we go. What's up? Cheers. We took last week off. Schneeps. Schneeps. Why'd we do that? I don't remember. It was International Mario Day. That's what it was. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, it is, is seven. Real? I don't know why we did that. Because we wanted to. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was it really Mario Day yesterday. It was yesterday, yeah. Or was it the day before? I don't know. It was one of these days recently. Is it like his birthday or is it just an appreciation day? No, it's just internationally recognized Mario Day. <laughs> I don't know you who don't decides know these calendars. Mario, it's all Mario. fake. Money's fake, you know? Like Money's not real. Thing. Yeah. Mario's real though. <clears throat> we gotta pay your respects. Gotta send a gift. <laughs> That's right. What's up, man? I'll tell you what's up. Yeah, you got some stuff for me. Seven days until the Snyder Cut. It's coming. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, I was just reading a thing. He's he's doing a watch party. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of like, I don't know that I... Like, there's a Q&A slash whatever. Like, I don't, I don't want him talking over the movie while I'm seeing it for the first time. Yeah, I mean, do you think he's actually going to talk over the movie or just do a Q&A before the movie airs and he's going to sit down and watch with everybody else? Hmm. Or just cut the feed there and be like, okay, everybody watch it. I was, assuming, not, you know. I was assuming it'd be like the one he did for Man of Steel and BBS where he just did commentary this. over both of them. Oh, he talked over them? Yeah. yeah this no is way. different though. He wasn't like, he didn't do it opening day of Man of Steel or opening day of BBS where like, mm-hmm. this is the first opportunity to watch it. So yeah, maybe, maybe he'll... You know, shut up and let you watch it or something. Talk before and after. Hmm. You just you can just virtually feel his presence. <laughs> nah, I'm just gonna watch the movie and then. Uh, yeah, I'll if, check out that video after the yeah, fact. Not, not, not during. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> hmm. You know, I gotta appreciate the art. Just let me watch it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? I mean, uh, I'm not. I'm not prepared. I'm not ready. I didn't know? buy a projector. Yeah, it's like when Christmas is coming. To like, like, I don't. I don't know. I watch bought, outside on the side of the house or something. Why? <laughs> why outside? Why not at the bottom of an empty pool? Because it'd be larger. <laughs> yeah, I understand the larger part, but like, why limit yourself to just outside? I mean, I don't have a pool. It's an empty pool. In which. <laughs> I don't have an empty pool either. Why well, you're not even trying, man? <laughs> I don't own a gun, much less an entire <laughs> shit. You got me a gun rack. <laughs> Enough guns to uh, necessitate yeah. a gun rack. Yeah, I'm just saying I need, I need solitude. I need silence. <laughs> I need no interruptions. Is this just a list for your life? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it applies, yeah. For the movie, uh, you know, I'm going to need a bathrobe. Hmm. That sounds important, yeah. You know, I'm going to need the perfect chair. Hmm. I'm going to remember this moment for my entire life. You know, it's like your wedding day. Oh, my goodness. Is it? <laughs> the Everything's got to be perfect. Yeah, it's a Thursday. It's just like today, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Am I going to watch it? Let's record a podcast while watching out. it. <laughs> Never on your life. Uh, I could do it after, but not the first time, man. No, I'll probably watch it twice in a couple of days. But for the for the first time, you know, am I going to do it the day it's supposed to go up? Because then everybody's watching it at the same mm. time. 
Am I going to risk that? Uh, it's like, I'll just, I'll do good it tomorrow. question, right? Like, stuff dropped for, well, I mean, well, but it's different. I was going to say WandaVision, like, had a problem, but for, like, five seconds. And, but that's Disney. HBO Max hasn't really had that stress test yet. Wonder Woman's the closest, but I don't remember any problems. Yeah, the first time I sat down to watch it, oh, it started, started loading yeah, in you the did. first 30 seconds. And I said, nope. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, that exactly with Wonder Woman. Uh, Is there a download option? I can just download it and then watch it wherever I want. I don't know. I'm going to need that. To with HBO case. Max, I feel like there isn't. Yeah, that's pretty new. I don't know if they're getting on that level yet. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly aimed at like people who are flying. People with what? Who are flying. Flying? Yeah, they're going to be on a flight with no Wi-Fi or anything, and they want to watch movies. Sure. I mean, for anybody who's <laughs> going to lose service. Yeah, yeah. But that's like, yeah. I mean, as far as I know, that's just Netflix, right? They're the only one that so does that. you download? I don't know. Let you download and then watch it. YouTube will do that. Does that count? <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you pay for it. Book. No, that doesn't YouTube count. YouTube Premium will let you do it. Okay. Who has Premium? Nobody. I do. Because you're a damn fool getting premium YouTube over oh, it's there. too useful. No. Got it for Cobra Kai, and I said, I'm going to cancel it once Cobra Kai's over. And yeah. It was forever ago, and I was like, you know what? This is way too useful. I'm going to keep it. Hard pass. I'm off YouTube, man. I'm all done. Is this just because Rogan moved to Spotify? <laughs> no, I'm just got, I just got tired of YouTube's algorithm telling me what to care about. I got too annoying. So I'm just, I'm out. <laughs> I don't need it in my life. I should be doing other stuff. Mm, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. You yeah, hear that? YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I cut you. YouTube's listening. Yeah, I'm sure they give a shit. <laughs> YouTube's listening to everyone. <laughs> I'm all done. Did you hear about the uh, Terminator anime series? Uh, yeah. Somebody's somebody I care about's doing it. Oh shit! What? Who? I don't know. Uh. I don't remember any of the creative teams being announced in what I was looking at. <laughs> there was somebody. Look it up. Okay. I don't know. Whoever's doing it, I cared. Well. It sounds cool. Yeah. It sounds like we... It's like another bite at that apple. I thought we were kind of done for a while because... It clearly pivoted. We can't do it as a movie. It's just not working it's as a movie. Not working out yeah. But like, fuck, it's man. You do an anime series? Like, fuck. That could really work. That could be... That has a shot to being like the dopest Terminator shit we've seen so far. Yeah, the old TV show was good. It was. But they, I mean, like, they didn't even get to do, they didn't even get to squeeze that juice. No, I didn't get that far. It was like two seasons. Yeah, it's expensive. Coming up to some of their best ideas and all, and they never even got to, like, pull the rabbit out of that hat. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, save money, animate it instead of doing live action, and then uh, just make it really cool. Be dope. It's a good idea for the franchise. I just hope. I mean, now I'm interested who the hell. Because I don't remember them saying who's going to be doing it. Somebody dope. <laughs> Somebody dope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Enough to get me excited. Dope, 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 dope. Hey, cool. Okay. Dope, dope, dope. I'll put my eyeballs on it when it comes out. I saw Tom and Jerry. The uh, the animated HBO Max movie? <laughs> Is there another Tom and Jerry? I should yeah. Be aware of? For a guy who watches like Muppets take Manhattan and stuff, you know, <laughs> you're like, hey, watch Tom and Jerry, the the seminal nineteen seventy nine 
film. <laughs> what? Like, what? Are you talking about? It's a little stop-motion puppet animated yeah. feature. The studio that did Wallace and Gromit made a Tom and Jerry flick back in uh, 1987. <laughs> Aardvark uh, would never do Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot that came out. Did I even get that? Yeah, didn't get to go yeah. to theaters, right? Or... It was going to, and it did some places. Yeah, some territories it went to theater. Okay, it made it made more money than they thought, or something. It How did, was it? It did well. That's no, not that good. It's kind of shitty. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm I glad guess you brought it up. All it'd right. be it'd be entertaining if you're eight, probably. Maybe I hope so. Okay. Um, like a normal eight year old or myself at eight? I don't know. I'm going to imagine. It's nothing like Terminator 2, if that's what you're asking me. Well, then I'm less interested. I'm just thinking, you know, is it me at eight or is it just your average eight-year-old? <laughs> who am I being right now as I sit on the couch eating some popcorn I mean, watching this Tom and Jerry movie? Who do you want to be? That's the real question, <sighs> I guess. I want to be somebody cool with a lot of potential. Mm, like they, got a, they got a bright future ahead of them. You <laughs> okay. know, and they know it. Uh, uh, they feel I, it. Mm. <laughs> and they're false. <laughs> Somehow. They know. They're okay. going to be a big deal. Everything's going to work out. Okay. 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 A little bathrobe, you know, solitude, silence. God damn it. <laughs> it did. It's 3D animated, but like the performance isn't that great. Like it's weirdly. Uh... The animated performance. Yeah. There's there's people in it too, right? There is. Yeah. What's How are face? those performances? They're, they're okay, I guess. There's it's nothing just, great. Not praising anybody. Okay. No, man. Like what's his face uh, from Ant-Man and stuff? Okay. I don't know who, who I'm talking about. Which one? <laughs> the guy that talks real fast? Yes, or there you uh... go. <laughs> He's been in like a bunch of other things. Fuck, what is his name? Oh, this is fun. Yeah, he was on Narcos and stuff. And, uh, oh, shit, right. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I heard. Uh, did a good job. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Whatever. He's in it. End of like... Watch. He was in that too, right? He's fairly... What? End of Watch. End that of watch. Uh, that Jalen Hall movie. Oh, Cops. Right. I didn't see it, so probably I don't fucking know. Also, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> like I like you know, he's a pretty good comedic actor in the few things I've seen him in. But like, he doesn't really get a shot to be that funny in this movie. In this Tom and Jerry, he movie, doesn't get much he gets to do. Funny, okay. Yeah, which is yeah, you know, like it should be at least a little, right? That's the whole jam. Mm -hmm. And then what's her face from Kickass is like okay, mm -hmm. like she's just kind of there. <laughs> so you're like okay. everybody's. <laughs> <laughs> What's this is like the worst review ever. Like, forget not... everybody's name. And you're Bro, like, I didn't say it was good. Yeah. Uh, what's his face? <laughs> what's his face from SNL is in it, and uh, which, which some one? other chick I only vaguely recognize from nothing in particular. Also from SNL. The dude, the dude uh, who who wasn't one of the guys married to like Scarlett Johansson or something for a second. There's a guy on Saturday Night Live who's currently currently oh, Scarlett okay. Johansson. Yeah, what's that guy's name? Uh, Colin Just. I think that's his Yost. name. I think that's him. Okay. Colin, that you think right. he's in Tom and Jerry? I think that's the guy. I think that's his name, yeah. Standing next to uh, Abigail Breslin and uh, Michael Pena. Oh, Michael Pena. There we go. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Okay. Her name's fucking Abigail? Right? No. Is I it? I don't think so. Isn't it Chloe or something? Or Chloe something? From Kick-Ass. Yeah, Hit Man, Girl? I heard Zombieland when you said that. Crazy. <laughs> Hit Girl. Hit girl. Oh man, yeah. Kick ass hit girl. Oh yeah, the whole picture changed. Because I was thinking of a trailer I saw of Tom and Jerry, and I was like, "Who is it?" Are you thinking the guy, the the guy, the chick that the, uh, Colin's marrying in the movie? There's like a. Who, like, I haven't seen the movie. I don't know. It's some chick, <laughs> some dude, some chick, whatever. Good God. Okay. 
All right, yeah. Okay, hit girl. Yeah, her name is Chloe. Something. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Moretz, something like that, yeah. It's okay. It's just disappointing. It's like, I'm not even a huge Tom and Jerry fan, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's equivalent to like if Bugs Bunny had a movie and you're like, hmm, this is kind of lame. <laughs> like, but you want it to be good is what I mean. Like, you're like, oh, that's not as good as Tom and Jerry deserved. Like. What do they deserve? They deserve for it to be badass. Like, like a solid A minus. Yeah, they deserve for it to be like, wow, I didn't expect it to be so good. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> like, they're not fucking Bugs Bunny. They're not fucking Mickey Mouse. But they're they're like up there in the B tier if we're going to give them letters, you know, like. <laughs> okay. I feel like if, if Sylvester and Tweety got a movie, you're like, oh, really? No, that's not even fair. Tom and Jerry are a bigger deal than them. Like, yeah, they deserve a better movie. Like, and it's and it's Tim Story did it. I didn't realize that until I was watching the opening credits. Yeah, and I was like, oh, not okay. reading any of the actors' names. Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> not remembering. That's the bigger. Apparently, I remember Tim Story directed, <laughs> and I think he worked. I think he wrote on it too with like three other people or something. But like, there's one decent joke in it. Can I ruin it for you? Um, yeah, why not? Okay, so in the beginning of the movie, over like we do a musical intro basically over the credits, not with the main characters, just some pigeons singing and stuff. Tom and Jerry are the main characters, or the humans are the main characters? Uh, I mean, like Chloe's mostly the main character, and then Pena's like a co star, really. And then Colin Guy from SNL and his fiance. I really hope it's not that guy from SNL. (laughs) He's definitely from (laughs) SNL, it's just whether or not his name's Colin. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I thought this guy was entangled with Scarlett Johansson. I could be wrong. I, but I think it's true. It's the guy who does Weekend Update and stuff. Him and Mike. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. You're thinking of the right guy. Yeah, okay. That's definitely him then. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, like, it's mostly the humans who are the main characters. But Tom and Jerry are, like, the, the solid co-star. As, as a team, they are the co-star. So, but we we open with a, a song. And then we're going, we're sailing over, like, New York. And then we come in near Central Park or something, and Tom has set up a keyboard, and he's animated. All the animals are animated, and uh, and but he's set up a keyboard, and he's put on sunglasses, and he has a tip jar, mm-hmm. and he's pretending to be blind but playing the keyboard. <laughs> okay. And a crowd of humans are coming around and be like, oh, my God. Oh, that's so great. Oh, my God. It's a blind cat playing music. This is amazing. And they're tossing him money and stuff. It's, and not, then, the, it's not the part about being a cat. A <laughs> yeah, no, cat. nobody's. Yeah, that's part of the joke, right? Like, nobody's okay. remarking too much that, like. Yeah. So, he, <laughs> so he's, being, he's, he's being a blind cat playing the, the keyboard or whatever. And they're tossing him money in his chip jar. And then Jerry sees this. And he's like, what? What? And so he sets up in his own tip jar and he puts his own little poster over Tom's poster sitting next to his tip jar. Mm-hmm. That's like his face. Mm-hmm. He puts his own up and he starts like breakdancing to get people's money. <laughs> Is he good? And he's okay. And, uh, and they're like, oh man. <laughs> and they start tipping him and then Tom like realizes what's going on. And then he's like, hey man, like what the mm-hmm. fuck? He doesn't say anything, right? Because they don't talk. But, mm-hmm. but he notices and he tries to fuck with Jerry to stop it. And then like, then they just full on like, you know, cartoon kerfuffle fighting. Mm-hmm. And so in that process, he fucks up his keyboard and everything goes flying and his sunglasses go off. And one of the humans like, hey, what? He's not a blind cat playing the keyboards. He's just a normal cat playing a keyboard. <laughs> Decent joke. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Yeah. 
it's like a like a like an early Simpsons Conan O'Brien feeling joke. Like mm-hmm. it's just a normal plaid cat plan. But, but I that, feel that, like that's and that where was the movie the... peaked. That's where it... Yeah. I was like, oh, this might be pretty good. Because <laughs> it's in the first couple minutes. And you're like, all right, I like it. Mm-hmm. That's like solid. Let's go up from here. And then kind of hmm. most mostly go down from there. <laughs> and the animation was weak, man. It felt like this weird puppets, like like they were CG puppeted character. Like there wasn't like they're old school characters, so there's a lot of squash and stretch back in the day with people hand drawing it, and mm-hmm. you don't see that as much with CG characters. And like, but they're old school Tom and Jerry, so they're gonna try, and they do. Mm. But like, they just seem lifeless and dead behind the eyes sometimes. <laughs> <You're> like, <"Ugh, laughs> oh my god, what the hell's going on? It's just like that care isn't there, like that or that life isn't present. And it's like totally possible. It's just clearly like they didn't spend the money or the time or something. And I was like. Pfft. Oh, yeah. Unimpressed with this Tom and Jerry animation. There's no soul in the eyes. <laughs> you know, you could do a Droopy movie, and I'd be like, Droopy deserves better. Like, <laughs> you done him wrong. <laughs> he shows up for a half second in this. I'm sure Droopy's going to get a movie. And like Woody Woodpecker. Like, I didn't see the movie he got, like, a bunch of years ago. I didn't... I, I want to, but I've never gotten around to it. Like... <laughs> Shut up, These man. are the old schoolers, man. Uh. Yeah, like, good. That Space Jam Two is coming. I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah. That's gonna be cool. I hope. Like, yeah. it better be dope as fuck. I enjoy the hybrids. I like humans interacting with animated characters. See, it'd be a bummer if like you show up and Bugs Bunny just kind of like feels like a weird marionette part of the time. You're like, what the fuck is this? That would be weird. Yeah. Like, come on, man. I need better jokes. <laughs> Get some good comedy writers in here. Let's fucking don't fuck around. This has a chance to be a classic. You're gonna be selling this shit 15 years from now, even though everybody like streams only into their brain or something. I <laughs> think that's gonna happen in 15 years. Just projecting movies into your brain. <laughs> I mean, Neuralink's already started, right? So like, depending on how <laughs> okay how exponential the development of that tech is, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't care about that. What do you What do you think Jerry's <laughs> short for? Oh, it's Jerome. Jerome. Yeah, I that's think, confirmed. I think they say it. Yeah, in the movie, he's got a business card, and it says Jerome. Does he have a last name? Uh, is it on the business card? Uh, it's Mouse. It's Jerome Jerry Mouse. Hmm, sounds made up. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fake name. I mean, it could be. Like he made it up for a business card. Sure. That's not my real last name. I feel like he put it on. It wasn't just a business card, too. I think he put it like he put it on his door on his little mouse hole or something <laughs> see that's a decent joke that his name's Jerome Mouse that he put it outside his little mouse hole yeah mm. <laughs> like it's not it's not terrible it's just I'll I be wanted, the judge I wanted, I wanted it to be better this movie. I wanted it to be better man okay I'm not gonna watch it but if I did <laughs> I'd probably disagree with you be like nah man it had some good stuff in there. <laughs> and that opening joke is pretty solid. There's another joke, like, uh, deeper in the movie that's pretty... Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like... I don't even remember the joke, but it was an animal tornado. They just, like, in the lobby of the hotel, like, one of the pit bull, you know, big dogs you've seen in the old school cartoons yeah. fights Tom and Jerry, and they all get in a f- big mm-hmm. thing, and somebody else, and then it's, like, one of those old school fucking yeah. tornado of motion, but it fucks up the entire lobby, like, the day of the wedding. <laughs> so, like, everything's fucked. But, like, it's so, cre- like, crazy that it literally is, like, a tornado inside the lobby, so, like, people get sucked up into it and stuff. <laughs> and nice. I think Pena calls it an animal tornado later. <laughs> like, meh. I forget why or how he said it, but it was it was yeah, it was like it was okay. 
It was pretty funny. <laughs> Fair enough, man. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> oh, no. Why don't you give me a letter grade real quick? What do you think? Uh, C plus. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Could have been better. Could have been better. Let's do this. <laughs> you finished WandaVision, man. Yeah. We both did. I think that was after we, the last time we recorded. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Probably. What do you think? It's good, man. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of her uh, costume? Like her full-blown Scarlet Witch? The full-blown? Uh, it was cool. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty dope. I think there's some... Um, the only thing about it it's like on the ho- in the Halloween, you know, the spooktacular. Yeah. Where like they're wearing you like that the one better. <laughs> no, but like when they're, they're wearing the old school versions and you're like, where did this concept come from in the reality of this narrative? What? You don't remember? They said it. What did they say? In the Halloween one. Yeah. What did they say? They're like, mom, what the fuck? And she's like, yeah, I'm a Sokovian fortune teller. Yeah. But then the Scarlet Witch thing that's in the, the Darkhold, the, mm-hmm. like the vision. Mm-hmm. Why does... Why does the Scarlet Witch look like yeah. a Sarkovian fortune teller? Yeah. I think because Wanda becomes somebody who dresses like a Sarkovian fortune backwards. teller. Well, I think it's foretelling her, so... Oh, uh, you say I mean, I'm assuming the Darkhold is, Dark is talking about Wanda Maximoff. And she just didn't know it. And nobody else knows the direct, specific identity of the human... The person who's going to inhabit this So it's this like role. a prophesized being. Yeah. They're talking about her. It's not like you are the Scarlet Witch. Like the Scarlet Witch looks like this and then you become that. Oh. No, I figured it was more like an align with a prophecy. Yeah, it was just like there is this. I mean, unless, I don't know. There's some whole, There's some wiggle room in there that if you wanted to say there was always like a Scarlet Witch for every generation and blah, blah, blah or something. Like it really means most powerful sorcerer. Uh, presently or some crazy shit mm-hmm. you could do that but but in the general sense i took it at the time i was thinking like yeah it's it's prophesizing her period so then the fact that it looks like her in her full scarlet witch outfit is like yeah because it's her because it's fucking her hmm. and then they back they backed into it a little bit with being like well why would she dress like that because it is a sokovian fortune teller and she's being told i'm a great witch and she's like i'm not a fucking witch dude Okay, fine. I have powers and stuff, but like, mm. yeah, I figured it was a direct reference to her. Nah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it gives her a chance to like rock around some Sokovian stuff. Like, yeah, I remember, I remember them saying the Sokovian stuff, but then I was like, and it just directly segues into. This is what the Scarlet Witch looks like. And then it's like a fancy version. So you're just sitting there going like, why the hell would those two things correspond? Like you just happen to dress like the Scarlet Witch written in these Doc Strange books? Like... Yeah, it was just enough to be like, hmm? <laughs> Say what? Yeah, no, I think it's because it's her. Prophecy. I suppose. <laughs> Where do you think Vision went, man? The white one? The... I think he went straight to hell, dude. <laughs> I think he went straight to hell, and Mephisto is going to be walking around, and he's going to make a deal. And Mephisto uh, <laughs> was here the whole time. And then Spider-Man's evolved somehow. I think, and, uh, I think it's pretty dope. I mean, why did Vision walk around on Halloween looking like an old version of himself? 
So that is harder to explain in canon, because it is like, why? What did he, no, he said it was a, uh, what did he say he was dressed as? A wrestler? A Mexican wrestler? Is that what he was going with? I think so. Didn't really have a luchador mask, but I get kind of suggestive. Know. I'd have to relook at it. I just remember thinking at the time, like, how do you explain this in the reality? And then, oh, yeah, Sokovian stuff. And I'm like, okay, does it look like this? Because it looks a little ridiculous. You're like, no, 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 sure. this, this is like the hand, you know, made version at home, pieced together version of what Sokovian fortune tellers look like. <laughs> Just took me out of the moment to be like, how do you explain this nod to old comics? I feel like Visions was harder. It was, less, I think it was a luchador outfit is what he was saying. Something like that. Or like, but it looks a lot like what you look like. It's suggestive. It's got the same cape and stuff, but it's got like it's just it just it looks a like a really yellow. old version, like an uncool version of what you always look like. <laughs> so you're like, oh, it's a luchador thing. You're like, are you sure? Because it just looks like you. <laughs> I don't know, man. Whatever. This is the least important aspect. <laughs> <laughs> is it though? Yeah, I think it's interesting though that like the did I tell you this to to you already? It was. It's like the Mind Stone gave birth. To the Mind Stone plus, <laughs> uh, did I? Is that what you're no. talking about? The Mind Stone plus a synthesoid body developed by that one chick from Age of Ultron that we've never seen again, a doctor. Yeah, surprised she hasn't come back. Right? Like, I feel like that's a ripe opportunity. Unless she was kid. You just saw Ultron recently, right? She didn't, mm. like, get killed or anything, right? She's no. not in a building that blows up or something. No, she got mind controlled. <laughs> You know, by the staff, staff by Loki, or... yeah, and then she They're finished Loki, the but... suit, and then we never really saw her. She, but she's who, alive. Who mind controlled her? Ultron. Uh, was Ultron holding the staff? I don't remember who actually. One of the Maximoffs did it. Somebody <laughs> did it. I don't know. She wasn't going to help, and then they, you know, they mind controlled her to do it, and then. Uh... Okay. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's ripe alive to... and well, though. She's ripe to come back. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um. She built a body. The Mind Stone gets put in the forehead, mixed with Jarvis, slash some hint of Ultron's AI as well. And then Thor puts fucking supernatural god lightning into it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, like, boom, I'm up. I'm a thing. And I'm not, I'm more than the sum of my parts. And then, in this, Wanda basically, in her grief, has resurrected a, a kind of version of him that's like the parts of the mind stone that were always in me kind of thing from her experimentation that may or may not have given birth to some version of her powers that Hydra uh, did to her. Well, continue. And that, that's what she said. And it was, you know, it could be taken as more metaphorical than literal, but, but that's like, that's what she explained to him is like, what are you? And it's like, okay, yeah, you're like her magic and maybe a taste of the Mind Stone as it exists in Wanda. And then that figment that she's created, that she's hung out with on this sitcom set for nine episodes, then interacts with what appears to be the real-life body, uh, the synthesoid body, been put back together. And, like, he, like, reminds that AI brain <laughs> who he is. Mm. And then he flies off. And it's like, so... So he died, and then like Wanda's memory of him resurrected some version of his consciousness, but a version of his consciousness absent the Mind Stone. 
at least in any literal sense. Because like the Mind Stone seemed important to his existence, but like if he comes back, if vision's important moving forward, like he, he doesn't necessarily need it to, to exist as a person, as an individual. Where's this going? Well, I, no, I just think that's cool. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's a cool, weird form of immortality and a weird play with like what is vision at its at its center because uh, the Mind Stone is sort of portrayed as as fundamental almost. And well, like, let me all right. Let me let me add some stuff to this. But if he exists after this, which he probably will, then it's like wow, we can get by without the Mind Stone. He's an AI. He's a he's a sentient intelligence that uh, exists beyond an infinity stone's presence or not. Does he? Maybe. Or maybe he's super different. Can I add some stuff here? No. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, a Sokovian fortune teller, dude. <laughs> it's a Sokovian fortune teller. He's dressed as a ghost. <laughs> what are you? I'm a ghost from the future. I'm going to be dead soon. Uh, no, my yeah, Age, Age of Ultron. Yeah, they were trying to download uh, Ultron into that body, the vibranium body. Right. And yeah, you know, it keeps getting interrupted. So it's kind of like some of the Ultron mm -hmm. structure mm -hmm. is in there. Mm -hmm. And then you put Jarvis in there. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the Mind Stone mm -hmm. that had the juice from Thor's lightning, mm -hmm. which is really just like a power surge to kind of bring it, like boot it up. Yeah, but like you so can, like you, you can, can say put any magic in there it, if you want. I mean, that guy's fucking magic, basically. It's just lightning. It's just power. But okay. I don't know how, how important it is, but yeah. But then when they were in uh, in Infinity War, when they were trying to mm -hmm. take the stone out, when they go to uh, Wakanda, and they're like, "He just wants the stone. We oh, can shit. remove. I forgot about this. The stone yeah. from Vision's head, and like we could isolate." You know, when Banner's talking talking to her about it, I forgot all or about like, this. "Hey, we did it like this," and she's like, "Why didn't you do it like this?" Because yeah. like, we hadn't thought of it. It's like, well, I'm going to try to do it in the next 12 minutes here. <laughs> I'm smarter than everyone. Though, to be fair, she is more of an engineer, and Banner's not really an engineer, so. Sure. Yeah, but the idea, we could separate the stone from what is Vision, like who he is, which is, I, I take it as like he's mostly Jarvis. And he's got some <laughs> structure of Ultron, but like only sort, I guess. Like a little bit of a fucking unconscious layers is Ultron. Yeah, the structure of his mind is Ultron. So like, what's the Mind the Stone doing there then? Like, it's just there to be pretty in a weapon. Like, I think it. Uh, yeah, I mean it. Yeah, he shoots energy out of it. He uses it as a weapon mm -hmm. a lot. I don't know how important it is to who he is. I forgot about them trying to take person. it out surgically. Yeah. We already did this. We already said, like, it's not necessary. But they didn't succeed. Right. They didn't get so to it. Didn't but also, to and, then, and then it killed them. <laughs> but then what you were saying about Wanda talking about the Mind Stone for her own powers, like, I thought, I'd have to watch this scene again, but I thought she was talking about when she destroyed the stone when it was still in his head at the end of Infinity War, where she uses her magic mm -hmm. and she destroys the stone. But, like, while she's putting energy into the stone it's also coming back to her so like when she destroyed the stone it's like she got imbued with a bunch of mind stone hmm. power and then thanos turns time back and puts it back right. and then kills vision again but it was like yeah but like you kind of killed vision and then absorbed the mind stone which the mind stone's an infinity stone so if it took the rest of vision with him like his consciousness and personality and memories and stuff hmm. you basically just absorbed vision into your body and then Thanos put it back to 30 seconds earlier, killed mm. that version of Vision. 
And so now when you, because like the, the imagery in WandaVision, when, you know, when she creates vision, it is like a bunch of Mind Stone energy comes out of her and then forms. Hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's like a reverse absorbing him, which is like what it looked like in Infinity War. Right, right. So it's it's not just like, oh, I was, uh, the Mind Stone was used to hmm. give me my powers too. It was like, no, I think she's talking about when she like killed him and yeah. absorbed when everything she... that was his essence. I forgot. Yeah, when she <laughs> zapped him, like, and he was zapping her back basically, reflexively. Yeah, so like there already was two visions at that point, the one that she killed and then the one that Thanos killed. So then you resurrect the one that Thanos killed, just the body and the, you know, the computer structure. How, how do we? Okay. And the spirit vision okay. then touches, you know, let's say robot version of him and gives him some of that mind stone essence. And so now like they're both yeah. vision. It was like, yeah, you brought back his body and you, but then you gave him like spirit and memories. And so like white vision pretty much is vision. Except maybe with or without the memory of the, um, what's it called, Westview or whatever. Sure, yeah. Because he probably doesn't have that, right? It was one of the best scenes, though. The two visions talking to each other about the boat and replacing the pieces. <laughs> and, like, that's perfect. Perfect yeah. analogy. Like, you're both vision. <laughs> you're both vision. Or you're neither vision. You're both one eyes. Yes. Instead of vision. <laughs> but I mean, stuff like that, well, I mean, it's up for interpretation because it wasn't mm. super established when she said, like, I'd have to watch the scene again. But like, that's what I'm, that's what I was thinking. Of like, no, yeah, the more mind sense. stone that makes you absorbed. more sense than the, than the she was sort of born of the mind stone as well. And so was he. I mean, that's still relevant. That here, was part but... of why she could destroy the stone. Like, you have to do it. It has to be you. You came from the mind stone. Your power came from it. It can destroy itself. Mm -hmm. That's why you got to do it sucks but you got to be the one to do it which is it makes sense like yeah. when thanos used all the stones to destroy the stones yeah like yeah that okay. also implies that one stone could defeat uh, could beat another stone though right i don't see why not because it's not directly saying that you need to have all of them together in order to destroy all of them it's like oh no so if i had the power stone i could conceivably break the space stone i guess you still have one left though because <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. you use this one to destroy well, that so one. you did it in a mirror <laughs> like Superman shaving. <laughs> so, like, don't worry about it. Don't look over there. How do we reconcile the whole time travel can't change the past thing with the time stone that Doc Strange uses? It's a different type of time travel. That's it? We're just going to say, like, it's a different so technology? Far. So, like, one works one way and the other one works the other way? One's quantum mechanics and the other's magic. <laughs> one's science, one's magic. Mm -hmm. like, okay, right. I don't know. Doc Strange is going to take care of all this with the multiverse. Well, and, and, and he used the gauntlet, right, to like wind back time. You killed Vision? Ha ha! Give me that stone. Now I kill him. Doc Strange 2. Boop, boop. And hopefully Loki, the miniseries thing they're doing. Or I kind of feel like Loki is going to be a side quest. It's not even going to necessarily address anything we were talking about with the whole like nah. nonsense of Endgame's time travel. I'll put 100 bucks that Damn. Loki ties up to Doc nah, Strange 2. <laughs> it's gotta I mean maybe he's directly results of the operation time travel which seems a lot more like multiverse travel and we're gonna clear all this up with whatever we're doing <laughs> however we finally make Endgame's time travel make sense it's not quite time travel I'm not whatever it's world don't get travel. me started it's general relativity it's applied gonna... across many worlds. <laughs> yes, it's multiverse travel. It seems like time travel because it sort of is. 
And they still didn't uh, say that. Because they didn't know. And they didn't want to tip their hat too much to a multiverse. Maybe. Or they hadn't decided yet. That's probably the bigger answer. I don't know. But they're jumping to a different, almost identical world in different points in the timeline. And that's the only way this makes sense. <laughs> Fair enough. But, like, when do I get my anime Terminator up in here? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, you think the anime Terminator is going to understand its own rules? I'm hoping so. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I... Dark Fate was disappointing. It was. It was. I mean, I, I see how they got to that idea. I see how they got to the, like, hmm, I like the inevitability, but I want the ending of T2 to be real and honest that like they can change their fate they did no fate but what you make so i, I changed the path we've avoided it and i was like aha but you know it will happen first of all the terminators will get you and kill you <laughs> sad and then and then uh and then it'll just happen again in a different guise by different names you know the terminators and skynet it all happens it's just by different fucking labels mm -hmm. you're like ah I see how you thought that was cool, <laughs> but I disagree. I don't. I don't see how you thought it was cool. It sounds like you're remaking. It's supposed to be a sequel like, to a story. Instead, you're like, what if, uh, you know, to... yeah, that one's canceled because we canceled it at the end of the second one, right? So then it just still happens again anyway. The inevitability what? of its doom. This you isn't know? a cool idea, even if it made sense with your time travel mechanics, which it does not. It doesn't. So, no. no. John Connor can't die. Or you have to really contort yourself to explain how the it's a misunderstanding. You know, like, yeah, the guy that you call John Connor in T2 is not the man who led the armies in the future. You know, it's like a different guy. Like what they were going to do with Salvation, where they were going to swap him out with a fucking half Terminator guy and call him John Connor. He's still the same guy, though. Well, but but he was going to be a mixture, right? Wasn't he? He was going to be half Terminator and half John Connor. He was going to be, or no, 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 no. The original idea was like Christian Bale's John Connor dies, and but because he was so little known that they rally around the Terminator version, and he calls himself John Connor. The original idea, or what the movie actually did. The original idea. I mean, the movie as is is lame as fuck. So. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about a movie that didn't even have like an alternative version. Yeah, that was the of original. The movie. Don't yeah. give a shit about this. What? <laughs> That's the only, like, interesting part of that story. Like, <laughs> the part that didn't happen that you heard yeah, about? Yeah, the, they threw, I mean, After like, it's fact? still not a great idea. The whole movie's kind of, eh, but. I thought you were just talking about the Terminator, like, giving John Connor his heart at the end of the flick. Like, That's what it turned into. Yeah. Because that's what actually happened. Yeah, that's the one the version they went with. Turned into a resonant-ish, watered-down version of the same idea, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why am I wrong? <laughs> I'm not going to acknowledge ideas that they didn't do. Well, I don't... I the movie's the movie. Like, well, I can't what? talk about the alternative versions of... What the I fuck? Mean, what? It's not... <laughs> All right. But I mean, we're talking about like enter ideas entertained in the Terminator universe. Like what? That's the, what they did was sort of just straightforward and boring. So like I'm just referencing an idea they flirted with that is an example of how you could get away with killing who we perceive as john connor but still having a john connor in the future sure that also no whack doesn't make sense it'd be lame but you could do it like no. you, there's no way to not you could like you could retcon that fucking nobody had a dna test on who that guy is like 
no stuff they said in T two doesn't line up like that. John like Connor has memories that he shouldn't have. Then if he the John Connor he's talking about is a robot pretending to be him, like no, it doesn't make sense. He should be telling stories he knows because he interfaced with the actual John Connor. Where... The actual John Connor. If if we're going by a fake version of T four, like no, yeah. it still doesn't make sense. I'm just saying you could do the same thing. I'm saying with the established stuff of one and two, no, the idea still wouldn't work. It has to be this kid with his memories right now. I don't see how you couldn't retcon that. You could if Watch you wanted to, man. What, what's the? Watch what do you got? What are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he just know what he knows about John Connor. Like, why can't he just like torture his mother and find out, or torture the kid and find out, or spend ten years looking at surveillance footage or something like? Surveillance footage. Because I'm assuming the future has a very imperfect record of the 90s. Like, that's why they couldn't just look it up in a database. Like, Jesus you could do that shit if you wanted. <sighs> it's not a good idea, but, like, there's nothing that makes it impossible right now. It would be extremely difficult to make <laughs> that make any damn sense. Well, what do we know, memory-wise, that adult John Connor has been demonstrated to absolutely know based on personal memory that we couldn't have someone else... <laughs> testify to that like someone else say <laughs> Sub- that happened to me that's why i know that mm-hmm. <laughs> uh we're so, so far down a rabbit hole right now of how to make an idea from t4 that that wasn't used <laughs> well, somehow no, it's an example we're two. just saying like in the future you could do it like with this tv brain. show someone else could step in it's a bad idea i don't like it but you could still do that nothing in terminator makes that impossible right now that you remember or know of sure Okay. Hit me with it if you got it, but... Are you acknowledging T3 at all, or are you just ignoring it wholesale? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Either way, like, is there something in there that makes this not work? Like, Yeah, the whole movie. Which part? What you you got to disregard everything from T3 and any mechanics for time travel. Well, but established in, in one and two. I don't know. Isn't it the same thing? Like T three tries to say you just delayed everything, right? Like, yeah, we could just say impossible. no. That was strategic lying. The robot was programmed to tell you that 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 story, but it's not accurate. Uh, he would have to correspond to what was said in the second one. Which part? What? The dates and the timeline established in two. So in three, if them saying like the oh, dates are wrong, August twenty ninth, ninety seven, they change stuff. Yeah, I don't remember what the exact date is. <laughs> So what? Okay. Well, why does that make? What are you talking about? We. Why does that make T three inval and like insoluble? The whole like, premise of T three, the idea that you could change these dates because sure. they were a lie or they weren't true, and it's okay. like we're already doing backflips of like what Kyle Reese said in the first one. Sure. And then it's like he was he was wrong. About the dates and stuff, and they're like, sort of, yeah. He spoke in generalities, yeah. and it was actually much later. Yeah, we said that in precedent T2, in the first one. You established this date, and then in the third one, we're gonna say that again, the date was wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's almost on theme at this point. <laughs> like, are you out of your mind? It's. <sighs> I would take T two dates as canon, but like the movies themselves seem to just play fast and loose. Like, yeah, but. It's incredibly important. So the third <laughs> <Which> one. <part? laughs> T3? T3 can't, it can't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Well, well why? <sighs> <laughs> I 
Are you talking about what actually was in the movies or what could be established if by you were writer, write writing the movies? In an anime series right now, there's nothing that actually prevents Just the possibility. Just acknowledge the first two. If you're doing the anime... Do sure. what Dark Fate was supposed to be. Sure. And just ignore everything else that broke all the rules. And just stick with one and two where sure. they stayed marginally within their own rules. Okay. That's what you should do. And Genesis did as well. The fifth one. They kept all the dates. They kept all the continuity until they started to break the rules. With no explanation. But... Yeah, but they, they kind of hinted that they'd explain it later, and they yeah. never did. It seemed like a sequel will make this make sense. But continuity-wise, they acknowledged everything fine. But everything I've seen from the writers seems to suggest. I'm, I'm not positive they had that worked out. Probably not. I don't know. I think they just kicked it down the road, and they said, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or not, man. Or they had a whole trilogy set up, and they're like, we know exactly how this works. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I would have liked to have seen Genesis keep going. Of all the sequels, <laughs> it wasn't that great, but at no. least somebody's a... thinking it through and trying. <laughs> it had a decent idea or two. Yeah. But yeah, that didn't. Mm. I'd watch another one if they did it, but. Sure, I'll watch everyone. I'd be excited make. for this anime series to just clean it all up. Let's do this. <laughs> it's coming with a broom. Let me sweep all this up. Yeep, yeep. <laughs> you bring up Terminator 4, getting all riled up. <laughs> These friggin' movies breaking my heart. Well, hopefully the anime is good. I'll check it out. For Netflix, right? I think so, yeah. Cool. We'll see. I still don't know who the fuck's doing it. Some guy. Plot twist. It's me. I'm doing it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. That's somebody writing on the Batman. Matson Tomlin. Hmm. Really? Cool, man. Interesting. <sighs> Schwarzenegger going to be in it? <laughs> if he's I not mean, in it, <laughs> lose an interest. him to do the voice, because, like, come on now. Probably shouldn't have announced it before they locked everybody down. Yeah. Netflix and, and Skydance. Yeah, Skydance still has the... Still has the rights. Still trying to do stuff. <laughs> Good idea. I like it. Do a show. Do something I like. Slap it in my face. Winter Soldier and Falcon. Coming yeah, it's soon. coming out like a week, right? Is it? Is it that soon? I thought Loki's not first. It's it's them first and then Loki. I don't know what happens after Winter Soldier, yeah. But right? It's it's uh what date is this? What's fucking <laughs> what's today? Today's the T minus seven days until fucking Justice League, bro. It's the eleven. I don't know. What days it come out? Next week. Dun 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 cool. Loki comes out in June. Cool. April, May. Yeah, that probably leads us right up into it. Cool. What's Black Widow coming out? I think they, didn't they somewhat recently say, like, we're doing theaters? So, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait. 
Uh, and I think definitely Black Widow is supposed to come out before Winter Soldier, right? Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier Falcon. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. Everything's getting shuffled. Probably won't be a problem. Continuity-wise. I doubt it. It'd be pretty funny if it is, though. And by funny, I mean sad. <laughs> and then I do more WandaVision. Uh, like because it went so well and everybody liked it, they're like, ah, we'll right. do a season two. Like, we'll make something up. I think they're definitely talking about it. I think, especially, I think they might wait until Doc Strange 2 comes out to really pull the trigger on what to do and when, though. Like, it'd have to be a badass idea, and it's probably, right? It's kind of got to be, like, nothing like this one, almost. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think I think they'll probably try. It's just a matter of, like, is there a story there? Like, what are we going to fucking do with Wanda? Especially, and, and Vision, if that's what we're still calling the show. Mm-hmm. What we, where's she at post-Doc Strange 2? That would, like, lend itself to a miniseries, basically. Mm-hmm. It's Wanda and Petey. I don't know. You have to see everything plays out. Whatever they're doing with Vision moving forward. Whatever they do in Doc Strange. It's just called Vision. It's just called Double Vision. Okay. That's Jean-Claude Van Damme in it. <laughs> it's White Vision and and Wanda Construct from her new magic powers, Vision. Okay. And they, they have an apartment together in the south side of Chicago. And one's neat and one's messy. Okay. That's the whole show. That's it? They try to date. <laughs> they try and they fail? Yeah, not each other, like other chicks. Yeah, they fail. <laughs> Got it. And they're like, oh no, I miss Wanda. Classic. <laughs> I'm sure everybody will love it. They'll be like, this is the follow-up the world deserves. The odd couple. It's what we need right now. The odd <laughs> couple version. <laughs> uh, uh. No, they're probably definitely going to talk about it. Uh-huh probably hope so just see what happens get after it do cool stuff <laughs> for all we know like mm-hmm. wanda's dead at the end of doc strange too who knows man i hope not like her spirit body her astral body can fucking come back gets absorbed into vision there we go and then it truly is wandavision oh my goodness <laughs> oh jeez. was that thing you were talking about earlier with that guy thing <laughs> Jordan Hall. Jordan Hall. There it is. That's his name. <laughs> I was like, man, you better say Jordan Hall or I'm not going to remember what the thing is. And then you straight up did not. <laughs> yeah, I got close enough. I got one that of guy. his names. Is that not his name? That guy. That guy Hall. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Hall. Wait, uh, does he have a middle name? Nah, it probably does. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Who knows? Jordan Hall. Yeah. What was this? What a... <laughs> Oof. Uh, I'm, I'm recovering from this right turn. Uh, yeah, remind me. Uh, he... What, the bigger question is, why were we talking about him? Yes. Because it was relevant. Um, and that's why I just remembered. We're talking about... No, I was saying something. Uh, so something to do. It's oh, it's kind of here. a small point. Why were we? Something about like game A and game B, and like game A is gonna 
if we keep playing this game, we're going to exterminate ourselves as a species. Uh, what the fuck was the lead-in? It's important. Otherwise, my story doesn't really track. Was it related to WandaVision? No. We no. weren't talking about WandaVision at the time. <laughs> I don't remember. Why did it just ping in my brain then? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man, I don't know. We were talking about something, but it wasn't WandaVision. All right, who is Jordan Hall and what was he talking about? <laughs> oh, man. We'll back, just kind Oofskies. of slowly back walk into this. Jordan Hall is a guy who uh, started several tech companies, like, you know, uh -huh. started them, built them, sold them for lots of money. And so he has lots of money and uh, he has like, fuck you money. And so he's spent the large portion of his days before and after getting fuck you money, like, uh, just uh, educating himself and trying to figure out how to uh do whatever it is he can to assist some sort of shift in the social landscape to a place where we operate in a style of civilization that doesn't get us all killed okay and he loosely calls that game b um, okay. did he coin that or somebody else coined that uh i don't know i don't think i feel like he's a guy early in the space but i don't know if he's the guy who coined game b he might have though so it's not his idea, it's just an idea he talks about? Well, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure. Like, I, I feel like he, he might have coined it, but I don't, I'm not certain enough to say. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to give him undue credit, and I don't want to take it away from him either if it's his. <laughs> okay, he may or may not have. I wouldn't be surprised if it was him. Um... And, uh, man, I really wish we remembered why the hell I was talking to you about this. It was whatever he was up to. Yeah. But, like, so he he had recently been talking about how he got deep into, like, um, indigenous ways of knowing, which he loosely described not exactly what you might think at first, although related, but more like like the sort of primal, tribal-esque way that human beings would tend to live if they were... Back in the day, pre-most technology and just kind of living in a, you know, one-fifth the year of fewer people kind of okay. units. <laughs> and uh, and the idea that when he was he was getting into this stuff, it was like uh, he, he was running across the idea that, like, these societies had basically like, they had technology and technology, I mean, in like a so psychology sense, uh, technology built to prevent the kind of game a stuff that we've gotten into such as like, like building cities and building technology and building nuclear weapons and building gene drives and viruses in a lab and stuff okay they're like but also other things that are like not bad like you know fucking fast food well <laughs> like uh microwaves or you know kitchen sinks and indoor plumbing and blah blah, blah. okay um the internet and cell phones and stuff. Keep going. More stuff. Uh, <laughs> well, the guy, I feel like I gave it in clear picture. Cup holders. Uh, sure. <laughs> Refrigeration. Um, but that, like, he had gotten into, like, uh, whatever he was looking into, basically being like, oh, yeah, no, like, we, it's basically like the elders saw it coming and did what they could to be like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. No, we're not going that way. We're not going down that very attractive, very super salient path because we realize that the end of it is possibly terminal 
So we're going to stay over here. <laughs> they just recognize it as a bad idea or it's actively terminal. These microwaves actively are going to be the end of us. Yeah, not like a, not like a, well, I'm, this isn't my interpretation, but it seemed to be that like, yeah, it was not just bad, but terminal. Like, and yeah, part of that, I guess, depends on perspective, right? Like if it terminates 200 years from now, do I care? I'm not going to be alive. Mm-hmm. But if I'm alive in year 198, I might be real upset. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Like the idea that it, yeah, it self extinguishes. We're not going down that path, which okay. I found very interesting. Because well, it insinuates a lot along, uh, not a longevity, but like it insinuates a scope of vision, a depth into the possible horizon of of what might come. Mm-hmm. That uh, whoa! I remember why we were talking about it now. It? <laughs> yeah, it's What's about Rexton, to? though. What's he up to, man? It's about the Drexton stuff. No, like I, I, I know why we were talking about this. Okay. Uh, it was a character in Drexton and referencing what a, I don't know if you want to get into this on the podcast, but like um, things that may or may not have existed in great scales of time. Ah, oh shit. Yeah, you I know remember what we're now? talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, I do. Specific details of a comic that we are doing on the Instagrams. That's right. <laughs> at Doom Nation Comics. We can't. We, uh, we can't talk about this. <laughs> Spoiler City is, is <laughs> where that comic is right, going. Well, then I'll leave some of that. I'll leave that stuff out. Then it just it struck me as very interesting. The idea that you, you could take somebody like say, like the the people who moved across uh, what was it the Bringia landmass or whatever to North America mm-hmm. after like I think the Ice Age and like they basically had the whole continent to themselves mm-hmm. and so there's just resources plenty and stuff. And uh, just to imagine people living like that, like semi-nomadic, like moving whenever they needed to, but like, you know, not all the time, but like, and the idea that they'd be sitting there going like, hmm, people getting, like, you'd have to think about what the first steps are of that. Like, game A is sort of characterized by, oof, this is going to be hard. Um, Like, the idea of sort of, uh, like, things and, and achievements above relationality. And like, um, like basically things that, you know, in some circumstances are great, like, you know, technological advancements. Like if you figure out how to build a dam, like that's useful if we can harness it for, you know, a little wheel thing that sits in it and gets energy that then churns this thing. And now we can make butter instead of somebody sitting there for 15 hours straight. Instead, this thing does it for us. Woo, machines are cool. Like, Mm -hmm. like that's the beginning of the path, right? Like, sure. You've, you've put your intellect and time and energy into building some artifice that does something in the world. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. Like, I just increased the efficiency of everyone. Everybody's, you know, succeeding. This is all great. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just the idea to think that, to see especially the early wins that would have obviously been positive, or at least seem so. Mm-hmm. And to have people that had such far-reaching vision to be like, hmm... I don't like where this is going. <laughs> you know, just a bunch of Muppets on the sideline. <laughs> you know, like, well, it's just because it's crazy, right? Because like to think somebody who like you figure bladed weapons or arrows, things like that, or like riding horses or something, like none of that seems quite game a ish. But like if you start getting more than that, like somebody does build this weird water wheel that turns a butter thing or something. <laughs> Somebody's just like, mm, you know, if we keep this up, one day we're going to be living in boxes and 
have like artificial suns that keep us up at all hours of the night. And then we're going to start like, you know, systems of impersonal machines will feed us food and raise our children. And then we're going to fucking build weapons and blow ourselves up. Like, <laughs> Assuming this is accurate like, and not just the ravings of a madman. Somehow got to nuclear war from butter machines. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the hard part, right? Like, you'd have to be thinking such into the adjacent possible that, like, you'd be conceiving that at some point we'll figure out how to, like, deconstruct the very fabric of reality into explosive energy mm-hmm. and it kills us. Or unlock the secrets of, like, what make biology work and produce something bad that, like, kills us. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, open a black hole in the center of the... You know, you'd have to understand that black holes exist, like... And, like, what they would do if they were here versus... Even if you conceived of them in the cosmos, like... You know? Hmm. Which I guess it's not that big a leap, right? You're like, I don't know. At some point, we get the power near gods, and we just, boom, we're gone. <laughs> like, because we're not, we're not as smart as gods. We're not as wise as gods. Mm-hmm. Just the idea of like a dude sitting, chilling by a river and just like, hmm, nah, Timmy. <laughs> Jordan Hall is one of these guys. We're not he's, going there. We're not doing that. That's that's what he's about. That's what he's doing. He's sitting by a river. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> the guy who made, a bunch, together here. Who made yeah. a bunch of money as a tech guy. Um, no, no, no. He's talking. No, he was like looking into indigenous knowing culture and history type stuff. And that was one of the things that he that came back that that he understood from that research that there were people in indigenous spaces who were like we're deliberately not going to go that direction so i'm thinking about the guy in that scenario so he's not that guy he's just thinking about that guy. he's just telling us yeah he's he's talking about different cultures like you know uh, fucking like you know think of the maori a billion years ago not really that's a it's too high a number but whatever you know, and just being like, nah, man. <laughs> you know, little Timmy's like, but what if, nah, fuck you and your st- stupid machine. We're not doing this. But why? <laughs> like, I can, I can trap beavers with it. He's like, Mm-mm. how much research did he do? Well, I'm putting a lot of get... words in his mouth, yeah. man. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? You're, you're putting a lot of crazy words into his mouth about beaver machines and butter churning. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, this is. I'm trying to parse are, out. We what were talking about said. my thoughts yeah. on it. Sure. Okay. I'm trying to understand what he was saying, he and just then said, your thoughts on it. And he's just saying that he recognized that there was a thing in, in societies where they had Muppets. What who the said, fuck? I don't know about this, or ooh, this is not the way. Look, okay, so we're living in the, in this conception, we're living in the result of playing game A for a very long time. Game A is what? Shit. I thought I kind of already did this. <laughs> it's the modern society. It's putting things and achievement above relationality. It's about building shit. It's about things that seem very useful and good and like electric lighting and cell phones and okay. the internet and cars and roads and houses. But that philosophy is game A. That those things yeah, are good. Yeah, like, okay. like that sort of value schema slash attentional landscape. Like that's like, let's go do that. Let's achieve. Let's achieve those things. Let's do that. Okay. But things that eventually end up with like, yeah, you go work in a cubicle and eat McDonald's and stuff. Like that's that's all. That, and and I guess a huge part is that you externalize costs to the commons a lot. Like, you know, like a chemical company poisons the waterways because nobody can figure out it's them. So like their advantage 
is it the cost of the local ecosystem in the river? But like, as long as they don't get hurt, like as long as they don't get uh, like the government or somebody else doesn't come down on them for it, then like they get away with it. So it's like, ah, mm -hmm. cool. Like people, like, uh, or, you know, a chemical plant or cars or cargo ships polluting the, the air. Okay. Like everybody needs the air, but as long as there's no immediate detriment to the people fucking with it, they're like, eh, it keeps happening. Mm -hmm. So you end up in these kind of um, externalized harm loops. Like you get something that you built that has a cost and it's not accounted for, which means that thing kind of tends to spiral out of control over time and blah, blah, blah. And then you can kind of point to like almost everything, like things that pollute the water and the air and things that sort of start carving away at the internal landscape of like people's relationality to each other or like your mm -hmm. internal experiences, your conception of self and people around you and stuff. Okay. That's all game A. Okay. And game B is? Game B is loosely defined because we're not sure what it is because it, it needs to be some other game. <laughs> it's just a placeholder for an alternative? It's a placeholder for the way out of this before oh, we die. It's a solution. It's like a, it's, it's a way of being that isn't this that would be um, better in perpetuity. Like that would be some answer to all of the problems we're currently facing. Some way to live that does not self-destruct. So, but it will actively solve all the problems and then course correct to being a different way to live that would avoid any problems like that in the future? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like it'd be okay. intentionally designing systems and operating within them and stuff that, that account for these things. Like there would be an accounting for the fact that you're polluting the air and therefore that thing wouldn't happen or you would build it differently. So that's what he's mostly talking about. He's talking about what is plan B and how to do it? Uh, yeah, kind of. Like it's it's so hard to figure out that like he's he's just doing what he can to like sort of think out loud about what like what's in what's possibly involved what might get us there what might and like not practical huh. devices it's almost in the realm of like philosophy yeah where's he doing this is he given just on like talks? online and stuff like no i mean he's been at a couple conferences before covid hit, but mostly it's like online conversations with people and stuff who's he talking to <sighs> hey michael uh, he's talked to John Verveke a bunch and uh, Guy Sensok, is that his last name? He's a, Who's that? He's, he's like a guy who does this circling method thing, and I think he's in NorCal. Circling method. Yeah. So is that like, a type of yoga? What is that? It's a, it's a conversational structure style thing where you're, you're deliberately attempting to like reflect and embody the meaning behind somebody's communication in order to like get sort of this reciprocal-ish like mm. uh, it's almost like dialogos is how they keep talking about it verveki and guy like it's like you discover something between the two of you that never would have existed without one of you and and this kind of flow based vibe between the two and so there's sort of like this synergistic circling like you can like you get multiple people into this greater than the sum of their parts type thing huh. i haven't trained in it so i don't really know the deets but that's the vibe I get. Okay. <laughs> He's talking to these dummies. All right. <laughs> Those guys. And then just random people. Like, he's seen, like, random interested people who are in the game B space and just want to talk about ideas and stuff. <laughs> but so, if we're living in a game A place, then it was very interesting to hear that, like, oh, yeah, no, there have been other pockets of society through time that have deliberately tried to be like, no, 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 let's not 
start game A because I can see the type of place it ends up in, and, I don't, and nobody wants to go there. We all lose. Where does it go, man? We we end up dead. <laughs> but like we're dead, or the planet's dead, or reality's dead, or what? Uh, Ice age. I mean, any of these seem possible. Yeah, like it's, it's just and the term encapsulates the end of mankind, the end of yeah the world. I mean, that would also kill mankind. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, I guess the lightest version would be just humanity's dead. <laughs> okay. The Earth's fine. <laughs> It'd be kind of sad for us, though. How's the sun? I assume it's probably okay in that particular scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Sun's all good, man. Just interesting. But then also interesting that in a world lands or uh, in a world arena, those societies lost to game A. As far as like who started capturing all the resources and taking over the place. Mm. So that's a big part of game B too, is to figure out a way that doesn't lose evolutionarily, like game theory or theoretically. It's something that can't lose to game A, even though it's voraciously efficient at what it does. Mm. And also takes care of everything, Stuart's stuff in a way that's not self-terminating, etc. Mm. It's like, fuck, that's, that's hard. That's a that's a big challenge he's got for himself there. <laughs> well, I mean, there's it's more than just him looking at it, but <laughs> hmm. super cool though. Well, I'll have to take a look at it, put my peepers on it. Well, there you go. See what he has to say. <laughs> I'll let you know what I think. Sounds good. I'll sniff it out. All right. Next time. Next time. Next time. 5390 Napa Street! <laughs> Doomnationcomics.com. Check it out. Bye.